Welcome to this episode of the Weekly Well. I'm Elise Boger, and this is Emmett Boger. Hi. And we've decided that Lucy Flasher is here to stay. Say hi, Lucy. Hi. This week's Dog of the Week. Lucy will be reading it for us since she wrote it, and she knows Scout the best. All right, Lucy, tell us about Scout. Okay, so uh, Scout is a Labrador, Rat Terrier, Belgian, Malinois, and more mix. Those are the top three, uh, the main ones. Uh, Scout is mostly black, a little bit of brown, and some white on his chest. And his owner is actually my aunt. So, um, Scout is a Labrador, Rat Terrier, Belgian, Malinois, and more mix. He, ha- he has a great personality. He even has climbed Mount Washington. Scout's owner is eight months pregnant right now. Meanwhile, Scout has just had eye surgery because some of his eyelashes grew into his eyes. Now his eyes are blue and he can't see that well. On top of all that, Scout's owner lives right in him, live right in front of the woods. And a while ago, some bears came to join them. There's a female bear that is a mom and a baby bear. Nothing's more dangerous than a mom and her and her baby. One night, Scout heard a noise and somehow escaped. His owner luckily had a gun in case in case they ran into the bears because they mostly came out at night. Scout was barking and went into the woods. No one really knows what ha- ha- what he was chasing, but Scout's owner says that he was probably after the bears. Scout and he, Scout and his owner made it safely back, but what if the but what if Scout again it goes after the bears again? Are the bears are the bears still out there? Will they get hurt? Scout is a very good dog, but now that there is a baby on the way named Jackson, and Scout does not have very good eyesight anymore. The baby has not come yet, but will Scout be good or will Scout be no help at all? Scout is nine years old and he, and is a rescue. He was born in Arkansas. In Arkansas, his owner rest his owner rescued him when he was six months old. Scout's owner is in the Air Force and is a doctor, so Scout can get lonely. But in the end, it's all worth it. It's all worth it when Scout's owner comes home and gives him a big, huge hug. Okay. Good job writing that, Lucy. That was really good. Thank you. Okay. Here are some questions. Emmett, how do you what do you think about how Scout climbed Mount Washington? Um, that's hard to do. Um, and a dog it's like especially hard to do. Yeah, Lucy, what do you think about Scout climbing Mount Washington? Um, well, my aunt actually texted me that I should write that in, but, uh, because my aunt and my mom actually, and Scout actually did that together, and that's a pretty big mountain to go on, especially for, like, a dog, and she told me by the time Scout was up there, he was so, he was very, he was so hot, he was panting so, like, loudly and fast. Uh, Lucy, do you know how far of a hike it is to the top of Mount Washington? Um, I actually do not, but, um, I, I, all I know is that it is very high up and it's very steep.
Yeah, that's what I heard too. And I think it's a big accomplishment for Scout to be able to climb all the way up that mountain because most dogs would never be able to do that. Okay. Yes, Emmett? Um, how old was Scout when um, he climbed Mount Washington? Um, well, he, he, I, I don't, I don't really know. He was probably, his, he was probably, like, nine years old, like he is right now, but, uh, or maybe, like, eight years old, but I, I honestly don't know. Okay. Emmett, what do you think about how Scout had eye surgery, but his eyelashes went in his eye? Um... I have a question. How do uh, your eyelashes, like, go in your eye? Um, they kind of just grow in there. Like, uh, his eyelashes went the wrong way, and he, and it, like, and it grew into his eye instead of out. So, he needed to have, have eye surgery because of that. Yeah, but you have anything else to say about how he got eye surgery? Um, it's just sad. Yeah. Lucy, what do you think about his scope good eye surgery? Well, Scout was a very like energetic dog, and he like and he was he was very good at like listening and stuff, and he never really needed a leash. But when he had eye surgery, everything everything kind of changed um, because he now because now he has blue eyes, and he has trouble seeing seeing people. So when I saw him one day, he was not like I just I he just didn't like feel like him. I I didn't it didn't feel like him himself. But then I got used to him again, and he 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 was really nice. But um, my aunt actually has to put eye drops like eye medicine in in his eyes, and uh, and that. Like, he hates, he really hates that, so. Yeah, I think it's really sad that Scout can't have trouble seeing because dogs really depend on their eyesight just like they depend on their hearing. So it's kind of sad when you think about it because they can't see it. You can't see as clearly as he used to, which could also be, like, dangerous if he can't see something too clearly and tries to find out what it is and then he wanders over and it could be those bears again. Okay. Emmett, what do you think about the bears being in the backyard? Um, if, like, the scout went outside by the, um, himself, um, what happens if the bears hurt him? Yeah. Lucy, what do you think about the bears being in the yard? Well, I actually have a picture of that, and they were really up close, because my grandma lives, like, they're like my grandma and my aunt are next door neighbors and my grandma took a picture of the bears and they were really up close not like far away that you have to use binoculars you can literally see them with your like with your eye you can see them they are literally up close at night my aunt says they come they come and they go on the porch shuffling around for food oh wow that's scary and with the mom and the baby bear like moms are really the mom bears are really protected over their 
young, like people have been attacked because I went too close to a mom and a baby bear. And if the baby bear wandered out into the yard and Scout went to say hi, the mom bear could really freak out and attack Scout. So it's really scary to think about that. Okay, and what do you think about when Scout heard a noise and ran out and what people think was a bear tried to chase? Um, the Scout, um, she shouldn't really chase bears. Like, that's dangerous. Yeah, but when you see dogs, they don't really know what's yeah. going around. Yeah. Let's see, what do you think about um, the bear being in the yard and scout chasing? Well, uh, the bears weren't actually in the yard. That t- uh, my, aunt said, my aunt said that the bears weren't actually in the yard. She figures that they were in, like, the woods and scout went over there to chase them. Because there is, like, a path where we have walked on, like, a hike. Uh, hike and scout ran that way and she th- and she like she thinks that there was like um bears but it could be like a porcupine because scout has gone after those a lot and he's gotten a lot of porcupine needles in, in him so it might be that but uh it was probably bears yeah it was really scary if your dog doesn't know better to go chase a bear and, but if it could be a por- any any other animal, really. But it doesn't really mean that any other animal that Scout's chasing could be safe. Okay. Emmett, what do you think about how Scout has a baby named Jackson coming to his life? Um, Scout has to be helpful. Yeah, very helpful. Okay, Lucy, what do you think about how there's going to be a baby in Scout's life? Um... Well, I think when Jackson gets older, he'll love Scout a lot. And but when he's a baby, I don't like Scout. Is a very good good dog. Like he's the best. Um, actually, my dog, my dog, my dog is very anxious of people and dogs. And when he they first met, they were buddies. They they were just buddies the second that happened. So, um, y- yeah, he, he's very helpful, and I think he's going to be very good with the, with the baby. Yeah, I kind of think the same as Lucy. And just like when we did one about Jade, would Jade be good with the babies? But Jade was really energetic, but Scout sounds like a really lovable dog and probably won't cause much trouble, hopefully. Anyone have anything else to say? No. No. All right, that's it for our Dog of the Week. This week's information story of the week is stray dogs eating bats could have sparked COVID-19. Okay, here it is. Stray dogs could have could have ate bats carrying COVID-19. Dogs would not show any signs of having the virus, but the dog could easily have passed it on to us. Many studies show that this could have started this pandemic. This is a scientist's most recent idea of how this all started. Scientists have many other ways this could have started, but this scenario seems to make most sense so far. SARS-CoV-2. What causes COVID-19? Many people believe that COVID-19 was originated in bats. Bats are known to hold coronavirus before giving it to another animal. 
There's a lot of sad news about this discovery. Health officials in China, Russia, are killing stray dogs, pet dogs, and cats. It's understandable that they are trying to stop many cases from getting COVID-19. But dogs aren't the only ones who spread in the coronavirus. We are too. It is wrong that people are doing this. Doing this. A better solution would be to give street dogs a home so they are not touching people. On the streets, and the people who have dogs are trying to slow interaction with other people. This might sound hard, but it's better than killing your dogs. Dogs could have started this all, and people are probably blaming them. But if but you are, but if you are blaming them, remember that that dogs did not try to do what they have done. And just as easily, we could have started this because we are the ones keeping it alive. Okay, so Emmett, what do you think about? Scientists studying that they think dogs could have started passing around COVID-19. That's smart, but I have a question. How could dogs, like, catch pets? Did they jump and, like, catch them? Well, stray dogs, they need food. And if they see a bat, they'd easily try to chase. And those And dogs that are just growing up in the wild, they'd have a way to try to eat bats because they need food. They're driven to go try to catch that. They've had practice doing that before. They've had practice catching mice and stuff to survive. So bats are just something that flies for them. Okay, any other thoughts? No. All right, Lucy, what do you think about how dogs could have started COVID-19? Um, I think that probably could be true because, like you said, uh, dogs look for food a lot. So, um... Uh, so th- so they could have so they could have ate something that had coronavirus. But if they ate something that had coronavirus, maybe like it would be the animals that were that was spreading the coronavirus. So yeah. Anything else, Lucy? No. So I kind of it's really easy to believe because dogs they need to eat just like us. It's their other way to get it, and people all over the world are thinking bats started this because they carry other types of coronaviruses. And them, and just one being the one that, because dogs don't get any symptoms, so if the dog ate it, no one would really see anything interesting about that dog. They could see like, oh, it's an ordinary dog. Someone might try to pet it or something, the dog might lick them or something, and they might touch their eyes or something, and they have their coronavirus and they will have no idea how it started. And um, if it's not dogs, why would humans eat um, bats? Well, people have many other ways that the coronavirus could have started passing around, but like, so there could have been a way that humans did it. Maybe it could have, bats could have bit another animal that we eat and that we ate that animal Someone, someone where it started ate that animal and then they got their coronavirus. But also, people don't, like, people think that the coronavirus could have started in China, but it could have started anywhere really because most people, they thought they had the flu when they got the coronavirus until one person that was just from China might have been the only one that got tested for it. Okay, anyone else for the have any more ideas about the bats? No. Okay, here, no. 
So the sad one about um, how people are killing dogs trying to stop the spread of coronavirus and getting more people to get it. And what do you think about that? And some people actually eat dogs. What happens if the dogs have the coronavirus? And they eat it. Well, I've been reading articles, and people are stopping that in China. They're just, they're shutting it down soon. So, anything else about that? Um, no. All right, Lucy, what do you think about how people in China and Russia are killing stray dogs and pet dogs to stop the spread of coronavirus? I think that is a terrible thing to do, and if there, if someone's actually trying, if someone's actually killing them, like, if they have a dog, think about their dog at home. Like, if they were, if, like, there are pet, there are pet dogs that have, that probably have been strays, but have been, like, vaccinated and stuff. So I feel like they should catch them, don't kill them, but, like, have, have them get, like, their shots and stuff, and and let them be pets, like bring them in the pound or the pet store, something mm. like that. Yeah, and also, so people in China and Russia are killing dogs because they could be spreading the coronavirus, but we're, but we are spreading it too, and no one's like killing any, any person because they're just, because we can spread the coronavirus. It's not fair just to be doing it to dogs. Yeah, why don't they do it to cats if they have the coronavirus? They are doing it to cats too. And they don't even know if the dog do- and stray dogs do have the coronavirus. They're just killing them because they just don't want to risk anything, which they're just trying to stop it, but they could try to stop it in other ways. Yeah. Anyone else have any other ideas of what, have any ideas of this topic? No. Um, yeah, just one more thing. Uh, if the bat, if what if the bats are actually spreading the coronavirus, or if any other animal is, why aren't they killing? Why aren't they killing them? Well, maybe people they just don't they just think of dogs because they hear scientists saying dogs could have started this, and they're just responding to that saying we need to st- we want to be able to stop this. It's their only way to do it is just to kill them, because the scientists are the ones thinking. But people from China and Russia are clearly not thinking thinking straight at all. All right, Lucy, you have any other idea? Um, no. Okay. Well, so what do you think about the idea of giving stray dogs a home and quarantining them just as we're getting quarantined? That's a better idea than yeah. just killing dogs. Yeah, that's a way better idea. You see, do you have anything to say about that? I think, like Emmett said, that is a way, that is a very good idea, other than killing dogs, because I think, I think that dog, stray dogs deserve a home and good things to eat, and if we could, if we could stand through coronavirus, they could too. Yeah, people might be like, oh, you can't quarantine a dog, they need to be active, but we're going on walks with our dogs. Just keep the dogs away from other people. Don't let them, like, go around playing with everyone that they can see. Because that could spread the coronavirus, and killing them is definitely not the solution. Okay, Emmett, do you have anything else to say about this article? Yeah, what happens if humans feed the stray dogs something that's not healthy, like that could spread the coronavirus? 
and then that's how the coronavirus started. What do you mean by feeding something that could spread the coronavirus? Like feeding them a bat or something. I don't know why anyone would feed them a bat. Alright, Lucy, you have any other ideas? No. Okay, that's it for informational Star of the Week. This week's Fiction Star of the Week is by Caleb Plesha, The Dog in Space. It was a long time ago when dogs ruled the world. They decided they wanted to launch a dog into space. That dog's name was Gunter. As they were building the capsule five minutes before the launch, they discovered a slight flaw in the capsule. The heat shield was not working right, and the radio was not working so they could not tell anyone quick enough that the heat shield was working. Gunter felt like something was wrong, but he just remembered that that if something was wrong, he could just push the emergency button on the capsule. So if something was, went wrong, he could just press it and land back down in the launch area. But all of a sudden, they were announcing 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, blast off. Out of nowhere, it started to get really hot pieces of metal peeling off. He immediately pressed the emergency button, but it was stuck. There were real fireballs outside of the space capsule, and Gunter was getting really hot. He pushed the button as hard as he could, but it would not budge. Jeff remembered that he had packed oil, so he floated to his lost and found and his lost. He floated to lo his lo his left and found the oil quickly. Fall back to the button and poured all the oil he had on the button. He pushed one more time with all of his strength, and it worked. He was coming back to the launching area. He was passed out by the time he got back, but he was okay. Okay, that was a really good story. And Caleb is actually Lucy's younger brother. Right, Lucy? I'm ashamed to say yes. I'm ashamed to say this is a creative story. Okay. I mean, what do you think about the part where dogs, like, we're going to send a dog into space? Um... Um, they could, um, put a human into space, but dogs were letting the world. And, um, that's weird how they just send a dog into space. Okay, Lucy? Lucy, what do you think about the part where, um, um, that they were going to send dogs into space. Um, sorry, I was muted. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's pretty cool that they were going to send a dog into space. I was actually asking my brother if uh, he wanted to, like, like, have humans to, like, like, at least control, like, control the controllers for, like, make the spaceship and stuff. For the dog, but for the dogs, but he said no. That's just boring that way. So um, I, I, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting story because dogs going to space. It's kind of really fun to write because like it's not serious. It's just really fun to write because it's just kind of some fiction thing you're just making up. Okay, I mean, what do you think about the part where something was going wrong and? Gunter couldn't get the um, emergency button to work. Um, it's smart that he packed um, oil 
so he could dump it on the emergency button so it could move. Yeah, I was really smart. What do you think, like, was going through his mind when he decided to go to this path? Oil. Um, I don't really know because... Okay, Lucy, what do you think about how Gunther couldn't get the emergency button to work? And what? And also, what do you think was going through Gunther's mind when he, like, decided to pack oil? Um, well, at, fir I, at first I think he was like, what do I do, what do I do, what do I do? I, and he was just trying to think, he was like, think, think, think. Um, and then, he, and uh, then he probably realized that he was like, oh, I just, I packed oil. So, I, he, he probably, he probably, his mind was probably racing. But, um, I know, I know that oil is a little bit like, like weird to have in space is always pretty much but I guess I mean dogs were the world different things happen yeah like the thing about it when he was doing I bet you they decided a lot of safety precautions for Gunther and oil maybe they wanted to do a study like what's liquid like in space because this is a long time ago they dogs didn't know what we knew so when he packed the oil probably he was just like oh this won't be needed but they really wanted to pack it because they really wanted to, um, this to be safe. And they just, and I think Gunther, when he realized that he really needed that oil, he must have been so relieved, like crazy relieved. Um, and wouldn't, um, like the oil float in space? They weren't in space, they were about to go into space, they were launching. Oh. Okay. So, anyone else have any thoughts about? The fiction story? Um, no. Uh, no. Okay, so that was a really good story. Good job, Caleb. And that's the end of our fiction story of the week. This week's Help Us Find This Dog's name is Ralphie. Ralphie is black and white. He's He has, like, a white face with a black circle around his ear. And so he's basically white and black. He has like a pit bull type of face. And, and this is, his name's Ralphie. He's a male. This is a message from owner. Please be on the lookout. Spread the world. We miss him dearly. Description. Black and white, medium size, small patch of missing hair on tail. Area last seen, Boston, Massachusetts, 02090. Address last seen, near Siloan Street. Date last seen, June 2nd, 2020. Make sure you go on the lookout for Ralphie. And that's the end of our Help Us Find This Dog. Okay, we have a special announcement now that it's July. You're able to contact us. You can email us a story about your dog, and we'd love to write it in our magazine and read it on this podcast. You can do our fiction. You can make a fiction story about dogs. And you can even show, write about your lost dog. You can also um, tell us an information story that you'd like us to do. And you can also do comments, suggestions. All right, this is the email to email me, 27eboger, boger is spelled B-O-G-E-R, at wpsstudents.org. 
Again, that is 27eboger at, at wpsstudents.org. All right, Lucy, say your email. Um, it is Lucy, which is spelled L-U-C-Y, um, Elise P. O one at gmail dot com. Again at Lucy Elise. Wait, Lucy Elise. Um, P O one at gmail dot com. This will also be in the description. Make sure you email us and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Weekly Wolf. Bye.